So please, uh, if you like This Is True Really News, like and subscribe. What is wrong with you? Oh, sorry. Like and subscribe and or follow. Tell all your friends that they can catch This Is True Really News at Amazon Music, Breaker, CastBox, and Google Podcasts. And I don't mean to imply that you're in need of help if you listen to This Is True Really. But you might be. You might be, because we sure are. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true, as far as you know. On the morning of March 21st, 34-year-old Joshua Carp stole a Doritos delivery truck. Subital. The vehicle was left idling outside of the gas station while the delivery driver went inside. It's what you do when you're delivering things. He's probably meeting up with an accomplice who had a stolen a Pepsi truck. So, <laughs> so Carp took his chances and swiped the truck. The Frito-Lay employee, it's a convenience store, lots of windows, noticed yep. his truck moving across the street. <laughs> and when he approached the vehicle, Carp drove away. He led the police on a rather slow chase. Both Oklahoma Patrol, Garfield Sheriff's Office helped in the assist. He uh, smashed through several law enforcement vehicles as the chase continued. Backup police from Enid, Oklahoma, had to come and help as the chase went on for more than 100 miles. Oh, my. This must have taken all night. I didn't think Doritos were that heavy. I didn't think they were that popular. He drove around. <laughs> you know the, the spiky things they lay on the road? Drove around a set of those. Yeah. Somehow avoided two roadblocks. Eventually, though, an officer just did what they do in the movies. Shot out a tire, and the chase ended just before they actually got to the Enid city limits. No one, thankfully, was injured. No one knows how many Doritos were consumed throughout the chase. No one actually knows why there was a chase, because no one knows. How do I phrase this politely? What the hell was he thinking? <laughs> and he hasn't said, apparently. At the, and he's not talking. Even the state patrol guy said, all I want to know is the motivation. That's all I want to know. Yeah, I'd really, really like to know. If you're wondering, they also don't tell us if anything like, you know, drugs or alcohol were involved. But if I were a betting man, Carp is facing three felony assault and battery with a deadly weapon complaints. And because his chase went through three, count them, three counties, more charges could be forthcoming. <laughs> How much do you love Doritos? No one would disagree that the COVID-19 pandemic has been hard on everyone worldwide. I myself personally was tenuously holding to the thread of life for years on end. Gasping for water. Ravaged my body, gulping for air, looking for staying away from the light at the end of the tunnel. Wow, that's maudlin. That was about as gory as I can get, sorry. Okay. I didn't even mention the sputum, but that's okay. (laughs) Nice. Thank you for not doing that. Sure. Anyway, it's been hard on us and our elected officials. And those of us who've actually had COVID. You're right. Many of us are looking for ways to improve morale or raise spirits. Can you take a hint? What are you saying? (laughs) It's been especially tough in North Dakota's Republican caucus because of one member's expulsion due to accusations of workplace and sexual harassment. So it was with the good intent of Representative Mary Johnson, Republican from Fargo, that the North Dakota Capitol's legislative wing was evacuated and the Bismarck Fire Department called to the scene. Why? 
Representative Johnson apparently had been unaware of a 32-year-old policy from the Office of Management and Policy that bans popcorn machines from being used outside the Capitol Cafe. I'm sorry? It, it seems the machines and other cooking devices tend to set off the Capitol's fire alarms. <laughs> Not to worry. Representative Johnson got the message after the second evacuation of that afternoon. Well, come on. That's what we'd have done. <laughs> First one could have been a fluke. Exactly. I don't care what it says in the bylaws. I won't try it again. It'll probably work. Tone. So the biggest oops in recent memory might be, um, let me think, the recent, biggest recent oops. All right. That's depending on how you look at it. There are several. Let's oh, go right. with the Suez Canal getting blocked by a cargo ship. And what exactly happened there? Oh, boy. The whole fiasco brought a good portion of global trade to a screeching halt, which is a little bit frightening. Oh, yeah. With the, canal clogged, oh, with the canal clogged, <laughs> I've got a couple for you. <laughs> with the canal clogged, ships carrying goods and materials couldn't get to where they needed to get. And as a result, there were shortages, like in the UK, where they are probably struggling worse than anyone. Because the country is reportedly out of garden gnomes. Damn it! Out of them. How can they even operate? I don't know how they go on. Ian Byrne, the assistant manager of Highfield Garden World, <laughs> told The Guardian... We haven't seen a gnome in six months now. There just aren't any. That is definitely a shortage. Since gnomes aren't coming in from abroad, it seems like a good time for the British gnome makers to step up production, right? No such luck. The basic elements for making your garden gnomes, they're run out too. <laughs> if, UK's run out of wood. People can't if, carve. What the heck? Well, plastics mostly. Oh, yeah. they're probably going 3D printers like masks and yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are the British so enthusiastic about their garden gnomes? What, you know, I have a shortage. I have a question. Yes, you, the tall, balding guy in back. Why are they so concerned about this shortage in UK? Good answer. COVID nineteen, because the UK is one of those marvelous places that has locked down most everything. Oh for, yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, yeah. the better part of forever. Yep. So with so much time on their hands, the British have turned... Remember the one guy that walked like 100 million miles back and forth in his little backyard? Yep. Yep. That's where they can go outside. So they go outside. They do their gardening. gardening. Yep. According to the UK's Garden Center Association chief exec, we're facing the perfect storm. There's a lockdown. Everyone's stuck at home. And they can do their gardening. And we have no gnomes. See, I, this is where I like Britain over the U.S. Because in the U.S., we're looking forward to getting calls from anybody... Yeah, and they are outside just, wondering how the hell they can get gnomes. Garden gnomes, yep, yep. yep. Now, let's move on to the Netherlands. They had a much fleshier short, well, not really fleshier, more of a plasticky fleshier short. Namely, one of the ships stuck in the canal was carrying 20 containers filled with um, oh, adult Lord. toys <laughs> for the Netherlands. Yes, the Carnival Cargo had something to scratch any itch. <laughs> That's just wrong, dude. Unfortunately, there's no way for these goods to reach their lusty customers. This accounts for all the grumpy people in the Netherlands. EDC, well, some of them. Mm -hmm. EDC Retail, the largest sex toy retailer in the Netherlands and Belgium, said it had nothing to offer its customers since most of their existing stock had been swept away earlier because there was that thing called Valentine's Day. Which makes me look so scant now at the Netherlands. <laughs> and if I never visit there on Valentine's Day, that would be okay. <laughs> Due to the shipping blockage, the company predicts it lost millions of dollars. How big is the Netherlands? They're not that big. Yeah, there's like, what, 
26 people in the Netherlands. Well, 52 if you count families. That's true. Although ships can get in and out of the canal. <laughs> Although ships can now get in and out of the canal, of course. Sex toy retailers are still left unsatisfied. This is like a Fellini movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing but innuendo. The EDC retail CEO says it's annoying that such a hitch will continue for a long time before the rhythm in the transport chain is restored. Sorry. I, you know, there have never been so many sideways looks and nudge, nudge, wink, winks in one story before. Well, thank goodness. You're a Pulitzer for that. <laughs> I hope so. Police blotter saga. 12.22 a.m. Collar's wife came to his work and stole his wallet and keys from his car and left a note saying she was leaving him. Collar just wants his wallet and keys back. <laughs> I did mention this was a saga, so at 12.43 a.m., officer okay. reports the above property has been returned. 1.19 a.m. Wife from 12.22 a.m. is afraid that her husband is going to kill himself because she left him. Officer talked with husband, and he's fine. <laughs> He's okay with it, man. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.